Hey there, I'm Jody, and you're listening to the Empathy Talks podcast brought to you by Circle In. If you care about caring, then this podcast is for you. We're talking to well-known CEOs and executives to find out what empathetic leadership really looks like, what it means to them, and how they're creating an empathetic culture. We'll unpack why empathy is a critical leadership skill and why having it in life and in business is more important than ever. So let's get into it and unearth why empathy is so much more than a buzzword. Circling acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Wadawurrung people, and we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Welcome back to Empathy Talks and welcome to our next guest, Claire Sieber. Now, you are going to love Claire not only because she is a globally accredited and recognized career and leadership coach, but because she believes that the world needs more heart and more humor. What's not to love about that? Claire is also the founder of Eating Your Cake Too and works with incredible women and organizations all over the world. She keeps it real and is a huge fan of cutting the bullshit. Perfect for our podcast today. So let's jump on in. So welcome, Claire. It is fabulous to have you join us today. Thank you for having me. I'm loving that we keep getting to have these fabulous conversations together on air so that other people can hear them too. (laughs) I know. Well, today is all about you. The shoe is on the other foot. So let's (laughs) kick off. Tell me about your leadership journey. But, you know, more importantly, what does empathetic leadership mean to you? Yeah, my, I mean, to break, I'm not even going to go into my full leadership journey because we would need a bottle of wine and um, some glasses to do that. But I think my leadership journey is a really interesting one from a personal growth perspective. I think I think formal leadership and being a leader are two very different things. But if I think about my formal leadership journey, it was definitely one that I really came to my own the day that I realized you actually could just be who you were. And if I'm honest with myself, I spent way too many years up front in my the start of my leadership journey thinking about who I needed to be to look good and look like I deserved the part. And I think the day that my leadership journey really came into its own and I actually kind of peaked in my own leadership journey was when I realized that I could bring all of the natural strengths that I actually had, which were things like empathy and was things like genuine care. It was warmth. It was curiosity. And instead of hiding all of those things, because I didn't think that's what leadership was, when I realized I could bring those to the forefront, that is when I really started to thrive. And then my team really started to thrive as well. And so when I think about what what empathetic leadership actually is to me, it's when we can firstly move from a place of feeling for someone, right? So it's not about pity or sympathy. It's about moving to a place where we actually can be and feel with them. And I think that's where a lot of leaders get caught up. Empathy is really about being able to be curious enough to understand somebody else's perspective and be open enough to sit and listen to it. And so, and for me, that's where a lot of leaders go wrong is we think we're open to listening. We think we're genuinely curious and we think we want people's perspectives, um, but we get so caught up in the day-to-day that we don't necessarily make space for those things. So that's really for me what it means. Oh, you have summarized it beautifully. (laughs) And uh, I have, I can absolutely agree with you. You, I think you are a true empathetic leader. Um, So thank you for sharing that. I'm curious though, 
do you believe you're you can either be one or the other or is it something that you can learn I think you can definitely yeah I think you can definitely learn it you know I think I mean I I believe that about almost any skill I, I do I do believe that we are born with natural strengths I believe we cultivate certain strengths over time um, but I absolutely believe that we can cultivate empathy once people can genuinely see why it matters. Interesting. Yeah, it always comes back to the why. Yeah, you're spot on there. Is there someone in your career that has stood out to you as an incredible leader who really demonstrates great empathy skills? Yes, absolutely. There was a uh, a guy I worked with a number of years ago when I was working, living and working in Melbourne, um, and he and we still have a great relationship to this day. He's actually the COO now um, of a company based in Greece, and his name was Nico, and he was to me the epitome of what empathetic leadership stands for, which was essentially taking the time to care and taking the time to listen and taking the time to actually ask yourself what is it that this person is feeling right now that perhaps I can't see and I think that's really the key though when it comes to to empathy you'll often hear people say oh I'm I'm great at you know I'm very empathetic I can put myself in people's shoes okay that's one element of it but are you really listening to what you're receiving in return and are you really open to other people's perspectives and what you don't understand in the world and we see leaders go wrong sometimes where they, you know, they've heard this word about empathy and they've heard it's important. They might have read it in an article somewhere. So now they're going to practice it. But at their core, perhaps they don't really want to. And there's only so far you can get as a leader pretending to be empathetic. And so when I think of leaders that I've worked with that have truly epitomized it, Nico for me um, is one that really stands out because he took the time to listen to engage, to ask questions, and then would follow up on those questions as well. So let's just say someone shared something with him that was, you know, deeply personal or about something that was happening in their life. He wouldn't just nod along and say, oh, I'm here for you. He would ask questions, ask how he could support and would then actually follow up on it a week or two later as to how that person was. And that's the difference between pretending to care and genuinely caring. Oh, you're absolutely spot on. I think a lot of people confuse empathy with your right. Just, you know, asking maybe perhaps a one-off question, but it's really about listening and creating those caring workplaces. So oh, I want to meet Nico. He sounds amazing. Hey, um, <laughs> so, you know, you, you've talked about your your how you describe the, the relationship between empathy and leadership but what do you think is the most important thing about using empathy in the workplace why is it important especially Mm. for you know we've just come out of COVID we're in this new working world people are seeking more from leaders and managers why is it now why is it a really critical skill for leaders I think to me leadership and empathy go hand in hand and and I know that that certainly in a post-COVID world I know we're, we're talking a lot more about it but for me, it's never been a non-negotiable. I, I think, you know, leadership is ultimately about taking people on a journey and, and ultimately to achieve business outcomes, right? But how can we take people on a journey effectively as leaders if we actually aren't willing to understand how they see that journey to begin with? So it's one thing for me to 
to talk to my team and say, we're facing uncertainty. This is the vision. This is where we want to go. But that's how I see it. So empathy really comes into play by making sure that we take the time to understand how our team sees the journey. What might they see that we don't see? What might they be concerned about that we hadn't even considered? And so for me, you can't be an effective leader without having empathy because it means you're only really seeing the journey that you need to take people on through one lens, your own. And I think that that's just become even more relevant and more important now, given that we live in a world of uncertainty and personal challenges that people are facing more and more and more but there's the very real business need for empathy and then there's the human need for empathy as well and we know from from endless amounts of research that teams that thrive thrive in a space where they have a leader who genuinely is invested in them in human beings they perform better because they feel seen heard and valued so for me it's it's kind of a non-negotiable when it comes to leadership leadership is empathy empathy is leadership Couldn't agree more. And I'm curious, Claire, you work with incredible organisations daily and you do a lot of incredible leadership coaching. Is this something that you're seeing organisations invest in? Are they actually, are they spending the time to support their leaders and managers, you know, in building these skills or are you seeing it grow in importance? What are you seeing out there? I'm definitely seeing a greater investment in it. I think, and we haven't got a lot of time today, so I'm like, where to start with this one? I think culture is always going to play a huge part. So it's one thing to say we're investing in training and development and L&D of our leaders to to help them build that empathetic muscle, et cetera. But if the culture isn't set up in such a way that really enables that or really believes it, then they're still going to struggle. But I think we're in a really interesting space at the moment where the world has seen and understood the need and all organizations have seen and understood the need for for empathetic leadership inside organizations, but they are also still in a space at the moment where we have four to five generations operating in a workforce at the same time. And so we have got leaders who have grown up in a world where it wasn't a taught skill. In fact, if, if anything, it was the opposite. It was like you hide emotion. You don't show vulnerability. If you don't know the answer, pretend you do anyway. And then we've got this new breed of leaders coming in who are about empathy and they're about humanizing ourselves and opening ourselves up more and cutting the crap and having the real conversations. And so Well, yes, there's a lot of work happening in that space. There are also very real challenges that organisations are facing at the same time, trying to drive the change they want to be in an environment with so many ingrained behaviours in there as well. Yeah, and then you add on that the additional layer of Zoom, um, you know, which is another challenge. You know, Mm -hmm. we talk about empathetic leadership. It is hard over Zoom. You know, you have a very different conversation face-to-face than over Zoom. And I think that's where empathetic leadership becomes even more of a challenge. But I couldn't agree more in terms of the generations. And, you Mm -hmm. know, we even see from the work we do how people are consuming our content. It's very different across generations and what they need and want. So it it is a challenging time for us, absolutely. Uh, What's your one piece of advice, you know, to leaders listening? We want to make this practical. You know, if there's someone listening who wants to be more empathetic, but they don't know where to start, do you have a piece of advice for them? Yeah, I I always give this piece of advice. Start with yourself, right? And what I mean by that is we have 
all experience times, either in our personal lives or in our working lives, where we probably wish someone took the time to understand our perspective more, or we wish somebody took the time to understand what we were experiencing or what we were going through, or we felt misunderstood, unheard, undervalued. We've almost all been there. And so I would say to leaders, think about what that's looked like for you, first and foremost, and then flip the narrative. You felt that way before. So the chances are people that have engaged with you before may have felt the same. You control the narrative. You control your script. So flip it and use the experiences that you have had to make sure that others who engage with you don't have that feeling too. That And that is the first step. That is something immediately within your control. And it is something that will have a huge impact when it is invested in properly. And it goes back to your first point in listening. Yeah, 100%. We have two ears and one mouth for a reason, Jody. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So I'd love to know in wrapping up, Claire, it's mm. been a fantastic discussion and, and couldn't agree more with everything you've said. I'm interested, you know, is there someone that you follow on LinkedIn who you believe is a true leader who really mm. demonstrates, you know, empathy? There are many that I follow. Um, the, the, the person that came to mind for me was Adam Grant. Mm -hmm. who's an organized, I'm sure you've heard of Adam Grant. He's an organizational psychologist in the US. And I just hang off his every word. And I feel he really talks to the missing components inside organizations around the human element. And how do we just keep getting back to the human element? We don't shed our skin when we walk into the office or or into a virtual office at 9am and put it back on at the end of the day. So how do we humanise ourselves more? Um, And for me, he just shows up consistently in that way with everything that he says. He also has an amazing podcast as well um, called the Work Life Podcast, which is absolutely worth listening into as well. Great tips. Love the conversation. I think we can all agree we will need to take a more human approach. We need to listen more. And what's our role in creating more caring workplaces? Uh, If we can do those things, we are all going to be more empathetic, which uh, is better for everybody. So thank you so much, Claire, for joining us. Loved it. And I'll pop Claire's details in. So if you want to follow her uh, or um, connect with her, you absolutely can. So thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. 